Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Good morning, Becca. How the heck are you? No, this is, it's weird that I'm drinking coffee and not like a drink. I know. Weird. It is. I'm not mad about it, but it's weird. It is weird. I feel like I still have my early morning voice. So you guys are in for a treat today. (laughs) Can't wait. Oh, you got a baby Yoda on your cup. I do. I have a little baby Yoda. I have a Packers cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch a game on Thursday, but I watched the highlights of a game. It was it was a good one. But I, I can't do late games. I'm literally in bed when they start. So there's that. Yeah, we missed the end of it. And apparently that was the best part. So yeah, yeah, like the last 20 seconds or something. Yeah. But that's what Sports Center is for is to catch up on that in the morning. Exactly. So, eh, yeah. Eh, it's fine. Um yeah. So we're just gonna do a little chit chat QA on this beautiful Saturday morning. So are you ready? Are you ready? I was born ready. It's so sunny. If you're watching this on YouTube, oh, there we go. Maybe I'll just sit back. You in the yeah, dark. Sit back like that. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, that was weird. All right. right. Anyways, yeah. Should we uh, start with some highs and lows before we get into the questions? Yeah. Are you Are you ready for highs and lows? Have you thought I'm about it? I'm always ready, Amber. <laughs> I'm ready three days in advance. Just kidding. Never. All right. Why don't you start with the high? Mm. <laughs> you know those TikToks where it's like um where they show just like a bunch of goofy different things and it's like beep mm. and then it like matches faces to those sounds. No, I don't actually. Oh okay, well never mind. Um I watch I honestly I don't go on TikTok much anymore. Like I I find myself scrolling reels more than TikToks. Really interesting. I think TikTok, like it just sucks so much time that I just like, I had to like stop going on it because otherwise you're on it for forever. And I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm nursing. I just scroll TikToks. That's yeah, that's true. My, oh my gosh, this is a little (laughs) side, side story. Um, so I'm like middle of the night, especially I almost have to look at my phone when I'm nursing just because I get so tired otherwise. And like, I can't keep my eyes open. Well, this morning at like, I don't know, two o'clock, whenever he woke up, I went to grab my phone and it was dead. Like my, my phone charger. Oh no. Stopped working. And it's been like on a fence the last couple of days, but then, yeah, it just completely stopped working. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, now what? <laughs> right. So then I'm like feeding him and I'm just like starting to doze off. I'm like, oh my God, I need my phone. But just a little side note. So what did you do? You can't, you can't leave us hanging. What'd you do for your phone? Um, I, I don't know. I came out into the, to the living room and tried to find another one. I couldn't find one. So then I went to our back room and there was, I don't know, one sitting there finally. So I charged my phone for the next time. I survived. <laughs> I have one of those like 12 foot, uh, charging cables. It's amazing. It's great. I think mine was like six or 10 feet. It was a nice long one. It was like Mm -hmm. one of those cabled ones, but Mm -hmm. yeah, she just, she done. So now I'm using one of the, uh, 
standard three foot ones until I get another one. That's a real hard adjustment to go to from like the 12 foot to the three foot. Right. Yeah. So limited first world problems. (laughs) Right. I'm just, yeah, I'm glad it was like the charger and not my phone because that would have made me sad. True. Um, okay. So anyways, back to your high. (laughs) Hi. Um, I got a couple days off this week, which was really, really nice. Very much needed. I think I hit like, um, my burnout point and my body was letting me know, like I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had terrible cramps and I was like, Oh, this is weird. Um, and it, it just didn't go away. And I didn't know if I was dehydrated because I couldn't, I can't really drink a lot during harvest because I can't stop to pee. So I just like, don't drink anything all day. And I don't know if that was kind of catching up to me or if it's like the lack of eating, because now I'm like you and I just, I'm not hungry ever, <sighs> which sucks. The worst. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was like a combination of that and just being go, go, go all the time. If it was just my body being like, well, pump the brakes, here's some stomach cramps to cool you down. <laughs> so I, um, I got up to get Porter ready to go over to my mom's and I just stayed in bed and I slept until like noon and it was amazing and I needed it. So you feel better afterwards then? Yeah. I drank a lot of water and I got some sleep and now we're good to go. Hopefully. So do you guys like, I mean, obviously I know you guys do stuff year round and you're still busy in the winter time, but like once harvest is over, is it more a little bit like lenient of your schedule? Like you know, you're kind of probably like fixing stuff and winterizing stuff, but yeah, yes. it's not such go, go, go. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me anyway, the guys are still doing a lot of different stuff and it helps now more this year than last year because we have an extra full-time guy here. So he's been kind of, he's the reason why I didn't have to do frost watch this year and, and all that other stuff. So that kind of gives me a break to be more in the office right now than anything, which is okay. Normally I'd probably be a little bummed about it, but it just gives me a reason to spend more time with the baby and not so dependent on having to get back to work right away. So I think once we start uh, driving truck and stuff, doing our renovations, that I'll have to be back out, but that's just driving. So it's not too terrible. I don't think I can buckle a car seat in a dump truck, but maybe a couple ratchet straps. You'll be fine. True. (laughs) True. Just I might not be able to post that on social media. I'll have people <laughs> reporting me to OSHA and Child Protective Services. <laughs> yeah. It'll be so, fine. So we'll just keep that under the radar. Just pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> just gonna edit that little just, part out. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> How about you? Do you think of a high? Um, I think my high is going to be that. Well, one, we survived two weeks without daycare. And two, they go is back two on Monday. Weeks yeah, That's they get awesome. to go back Monday. Yeah. Good. I was <coughs> excuse me. I was a little worried because it was like, I don't know, middle of the week and we I hadn't heard anything from them. And I'm like, oh no, like maybe more people got sick and they're not gonna open right away. But then on Wednesday, uh, we got a message that was like, Hey, we're gonna be over on Monday, like send us your schedules. And I'm like, Praise Jesus. <laughs> Good. it's been fine but I just there's so much at work that I've kind of been pushing off and like I I thankfully I had a couple people that were able to come in and help me so I could finish in time because last week 
I had to be done by like 9.45 to get home before Joey went to work. And then this week, Joey had off, but he needed to combine and like he wanted to go hunting, which I feel bad because he didn't get to go do at all. Um, and so, yeah, I was just like rushing to get out of there pretty much. So it was nice to have the help because then I could kind of focus on stuff other than feeding calves, if that makes sense, like washing huts and stuff like that. But it'll be nice to get them back so that I can catch up on some stuff. And yeah, it's been fun though. Like I spending the time with Joe and Jackson by themselves has been really fun. Like I love Sophia, obviously, but girls got an attitude. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, she has an attitude lately. So she goes to school until about 3.15. I pick her up. Um, so it was just, it was fun to have some like one-on-one time with, or two-on-one time, I guess, with Joe and Jackson, because Joe's just like, he's just a little sweetheart, and then Jackson's getting into the fun stage where he can kind of play a little bit more, and uh, he's a little bit more alert, and he's not like sleeping all the time, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was fun, but I'm ready for them to go back. <laughs> Is Sophia getting into her three-nager stage? <clears throat> She's like... 14 or 15 I think um (laughs) she's just like she doesn't listen about certain things like if she doesn't want to do something she'll just be like no or she'll like course Joe into doing it for her making it think (laughs) that it was his idea I mean she is a little she's a little shithead but she's gonna take over the world oh my god she's already starting that and then I'm impressed yeah I'm like it's like Joe, come on now. Like, she's tricking you. Can't you see that? And he can't, though, because he just is like, ooh. <laughs> um, but then she's been lying, which I don't know what to do about that. Oh, no. It's like little things. Like, she wanted to paint yesterday. And I told her no. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go ask Daddy. I said, you do that. He's going to say no, too, because he doesn't want to paint. <laughs> and so then she went outside. She comes back in. And I could hear her say, it's not fair. And then she comes to me and she goes, daddy said I could paint. Can you get it down for me? And I said, oh, I'm sure he did not say that. Yeah, he did. So then I was like, well, let's go ask him. And her face, she was just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm getting caught right now. I went out. I said, hey, did you say Sophia could paint? No. And I just looked at her and she looked at me and smiled. And I was like, yeah, you're going to timeout right now. So it's like, it's little things, but I'm like, we need to nip that in the bud before it becomes a problem. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Sophia. Yeah. I'm sorry for you, but I'm excited to hear more evil Sophia stories (laughs) because. I mean, now you can like start throwing the Santa threats in. She understands Santa, so. She does. And I actually, <laughs> they're at Joey's mom's house. Uh, they went over there yesterday afternoon and had a sleepover. And so I have been meaning to go through their toys. And I did that. I made it through almost all of them. I think there's like one or two more little boxes that I got to go through, but <clears throat> excuse me, there's just so many like destroyed toys in her house or like Happy Meal toys or um I don't know stuff that they don't don't play with like broken toys so I went through them all and I've got like two boxes that are gonna make their way to the shed here before the kids get home 
And then I kind of reorganized like the toys that are in the living room. They're like bigger toys that I know that they play with rather than them just dumping a whole toy box out and leaving crap everywhere. So that was a very satisfying job that I did. <laughs> Were you just kind of like evil laughing? Like, <laughs> you always think that they're going to be mad that it's gone. Well, hopefully they don't even notice, but they have this little microphone and it's a baby shark microphone and it's, it has a microphone aspect and then you press this button and it does a baby shark song. Most annoying toy in the world. And I, I tried getting rid of it once and they found it. So this time it's at the bottom of the box and then it's going to be in the shed. They're not even going to know it's gone, but oh, yeah, that, that was awful. That was the first thing that I was like, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's you are great. buying toys for someone and you would not have that toy at your house. Do not buy it for someone else. It's just rude. I feel like Absolutely the rude. only exception would be like <laughs> your, your sibling, like their aunt or uncle buying it for them yeah. as like a revenge on I you. can't. And it was someone, I can't remember who gave it to us, but it was, it was someone in Joey's family. So curse so, you. Yeah. Now it's time to get them back. Joey's mom said she wanted it, so maybe I'll just let her take it to her house and she can enjoy it. But then they would probably bring it back. Ooh, that's a good call. Because then yeah. she would realize how annoying it is, and then she'd be like, oh, why don't you take this back home? I'm sure your mom misses it. <laughs> or show her what you can do with it. All right, yeah, it's going to be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smash that. Smash that shit to pieces. <laughs> oh, daddy accidentally ran it over with the tractor. I'm so sorry. And then backed up and ran over it again. Shoot. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Sounds oh. like a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm and- glad I got that figured out. <laughs> um, so how about some lows? Ooh, um, I think my low for the week, I, I wouldn't say I'm sick, but I just kind of felt crappy the last couple of days. Like I, what day was it? Thursday maybe Wednesday or Thursday I don't know I just you know when you like feel like you're gonna get sick mm-hmm. like you just kind of start getting achy and stuff yep I felt like that and then I went to bed and I woke up I had a fever and a headache I took ibuprofen that was on Thursday and then I felt pretty good all day and then Thursday night again fever came back I just kind of felt achy so then I went to bed at like eight. I slept amazing that night. And then I woke up and I like felt better. I'm just, I don't know. I feel fine. I'm just like a little achy at random times, but it's weird. I'm glad I'm not sick, but yeah, whatever it was, hopefully it just one and done. Good. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't really have another low beside that, besides Sophia's attitude. <laughs> hmm. I should have saved my high for my low. How often does that happen? <laughs> I feel like a lot of things are highs and lows, though. You know, like yeah, wrapped up together. Yeah, those stomach aches, those stomach cramps were not fun. So it's like, oh, what's happening? This is. I'm sure it was just a combination of all of it because I know when I don't drink enough water. Well, and then your needy child is just sucking the life out of you. So it's True. like it makes it even worse. Yeah, my 14 year old, my 14 year old, my 14 pound two month old oh geez he's I'm curious to know what Jackson weighs now because he was 13 pounds at two months but that was like right after he had RSV because when he had RSV he was 12 pounds 
And then like, I think we went to the doctor two weeks later and he was already over 13 pounds. So I was like, dang. Yeah. He's, um, he's very comfortable in six month clothing. Oh, like if he were long enough, like he would be busting out of those. He's going to be in like nine month clothing by Christmas. I'm <laughs> he's so chunky, but I love it. <laughs> it's the rolls. I've the got rolls. Joe is in like three to six month clothes for the most part. Um, but I forgot to do his laundry and I have like no sleepers of his size. So then we just went through clothes from Joe and got out some six to nine month sleepers. So that's what he's in right now. And it like fits him everywhere except for the legs are too long. Mm-hmm. So like his feet aren't in the little feet holes. <laughs> They're just like hanging there. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Um, I tried shoving him in a three month uh, onesie, a long sleeve onesie yesterday for my brother's birthday. And uh, it had a little ghost all over it. And um, I was like, this is festive. I want to put him in this outfit at least like one more time. So I tried shoving him in it and I couldn't button it at the bottom. <laughs> I'm like having to scrunch his diaper up. And then the neck on it is just like, he's wearing a deep V t-shirt. <laughs> and then the, well, I guess it was a long sleeve and then the long sleeves became three quarter sleeves. And, but damn it. He That's the worst cute. is when you like have an outfit you want him to wear and then it just doesn't fit when they need to wear it. Yeah. Dang it. But um, yeah. So, so yeah. What's your low? <laughs> Did we get that yet? No, I'm, I'm just going to skip a low. I mean, it wasn't a terrible week. I didn't really do much other than hang out with Porter. So that was nice. Um, so I'm just going to go on another side story. So for my brother's birthday, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to do like a pumpkin painting with Porter, you know, where you like paint their butt orange and you make a pumpkin out of their butt. My mom did that with uh, one of the kids, Sophia, maybe it was cute. Yeah. I thought it was cute. So I was like, Oh, I'll make one for my brother. And then I asked my mom, I was like, do you want me to make one for you too? And she was just repulsed (laughs) at the thought of having a painted butt in her house. (laughs) And she's like, well, if you give me one, I'm going to do it to your father and give that to you. I was like, that is not fair. Mom. (laughs) It's not the same because back when I I would do it though, I'd call her bluff. She ain't going to do it. You think she would? Yes. It'd be funny though. I would just hang it up somewhere in her house then. When I was going through like the belly button piercing phase of my life, like 16, 17, she said the only way that I could get my belly button pierced is if I took my dad with me and he got his done too. And he has like a flush Audi belly button. So it's like, just, (laughs) I should have called her on her bluff on that one because that would have been, that would have been funny at the time. It wasn't, but looking back, I wish I would have called her on it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it now. Maybe the offer still stands. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Your poor dad. It's like, what the hell? What did I do to deserve this? Right. He doesn't even know this is happening to him. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So I did a bumpkin painting for him and then I did his feet uh, and I turned him into little ghosts and I did like trick or treats on my feet. And that one was pretty cute. Um, so I got him frames and I put those in frames, but then I also got him pictures, um, of like Porter as a baby, like as a baby, he's still a baby. Duh. Uh, when Rusty came to visit us in the hospital and he got to hold him for the first time. So I got pictures of that. So that was cute. 
I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna a good gift. Pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> I have not done a whole lot of like the painting of the children. It's so hard, mm-hmm. like to get them to do it. I did mm-hmm. um, mistletoes. Yeah, a few times. That's always cute. I should maybe try to do something festive since he'll be smaller than the other two would have been at Christmas time. This might cooperate a little bit better. So we did this on a bath night and I was very nervous that he was going to fart when he had orange paint on his butt. And if you're just going to get like <laughs> you imagine bubbles. <laughs> um, yeah. And <laughs> then I, I got paint from Target online and I, I'm so bad about not reading details when I order stuff. So bad. Was it not washable? It was, thankfully. Oh. But I didn't check that before I bought it. <laughs> like, what would have happened if this was like a wood stain or something and you just spread it all over your child's butt cheeks? <laughs> and please don't report me to like child service protection if you're listening to this. I swear I'm not that. <laughs> You'd like go to the doctor and be, why is his butt orange? Well, you see, I needed to make a bumpkin painting. <laughs> I just use construction spray paint. I'm that's all I <laughs> I thought it would work. Works for everything else. Oh god. Anyway. Um quickly changing the subject. Do you have any goals for the week? Uh, I think my goal is just to kind of get caught up at work. Um yeah, that's all I got. Okay. I um, started cleaning out my closet to move into my new closet. And I have a lot of stuff that I'm trying to get rid of. So I've seen people do like the, where they create an Instagram account for their stuff to try to sell. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to try that because I have a Poshmark account and that doesn't really move stuff very fast. And I have just- that for like two days and I was just like sick of it. So then I deleted it. Well, it pisses me off because you have like nice stuff that you pay like a hundred dollars for, and you have to list it at like a garage sale price. And then people still try to bamboozle you on it. They try to like swindle you down. Like, Oh, you listed it at $25 here. I want to offer you $23. Just pay the extra two dollars. So I'm going to maybe Instagram people will be nicer. So keep an eye out. So, I mean, cause then it's like people, you know, too, and they're not going to yeah. like try to lowball you. Yeah. So keep an eye out for Cranberry Chat's closet that might be coming this week. Nope. Um, yeah. Um, so let's start off. Someone was very kind enough, Megan, uh, to ask, how are you with a heart? That's always so nice to get. Like, just how are you really? How are you? Let's start our therapy session off with. Can we just lay on this couch here? Yeah. How are you, Amber? I'm 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 doing pretty good. Pretty darn good. I can't complain. It's fun right now. We don't have the stress of harvest. I'm kind of I started saying no to things, which is very nice. And uh, I'm just enjoying a lot of baby snuggles and it's just so fun. Like I'm very, I'm getting into like the very, no, I'm not getting into it. I'm just very appreciative of things right now. And it's humbling and nice. So I'm just enjoying that. 
How, how are you? Let me get my Zen voice. How are you, Becca? Ding. I think you need like one of those. Little, that was good. That was. You need one of those little, what is that little bell thing? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel like I'm doing better than last week. Last week was a hard week. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm on a roller coaster most days. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm killing it. And then other times I'm like, wow, I'm the worst mother ever. And it's, it's hard dealing with mom guilt and crap like that. And then, um, they, I haven't followed it too much, but in the news, Biden shut down some family paid leave. I haven't, I honestly, I haven't looked into it. So I'm not like saying it was a good idea or bad idea or whatever, but I keep seeing all this stuff about it now. Like how, like, I mean, in Canada, you get a year maternity leave and like all these other countries, you get all this stuff, which obviously farm life, even if that was the case, it probably wouldn't apply to us. And I don't think I would want a whole year off. Like, I think I would go crazy, but I don't know. It just kind of makes me bummed that like, as much as I love my job, going back after five weeks this time around, wasn't ideal for me, especially Mm -hmm. with three kids and stuff. And it just kind of like, I don't know, you kind of get down in the dumps about it sometimes. Um, I'm doing a lot better now than I was then about it, but uh, just kind of, it's like, like what what is wrong with Americans? (laughs) Yeah. Why do we need to work so much? Like what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And then, um, just like I was figuring out our schedule for calf feeding or whatever. Um, we had someone leave, so I had to get someone else in or whatever. And, um, I honestly had like no problems just trying to like, if I had to give up one of my shifts to make someone else happy or whatever, you know, as long as I'm keeping the calves healthy and getting everything done that needs to be done. I don't want to be there like 50, 60 hours a week. I, that's not my life anymore. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's hard for other people to understand that sometimes. And like, then I almost feel guilty about it. Um, and I've got a new kid that wants to work weekends And I'm like, that's perfect. Like I would rather not work weekends because obviously the kids are home and Joey works every other weekend and then he's got Sundays off. So it's like, that's our time to spend together as a family. And then I almost like get not guilt tripped, but like, I feel guilty because I don't work weekends then. And I shouldn't, I mean, I've been there for 13 years and like, I, I know I shouldn't, but it's just one of those things that. I don't know. I think a lot of people just don't necessarily understand. And I'm just at that point where I don't, I don't want to work day and night and not enjoy my kids. Cause I know that they're only little ones and I, I don't want to miss that. So that yeah. question took a turn, but well, it's hard kind of just passing off responsibility to someone when you've had that responsibility for so long, even if it is just, you know, a shift during a day. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> feeding calves and managing the calves is like two different things. I mean, like feeding calves, I'm not going to say everyone can do, but it's like, you know, you're literally feeding the calves. And then if I can keep managing them and like treating them when they're sick and bedding calves and washing huts and moving them and vaccinating them, like all the other stuff that goes into it, I've got plenty of stuff to do. Like, so I, I don't have a problem to give up some of those like shifts that other people can do, but I don't know. It's just, you feel guilty about it. And then if people make comments about it and you're just like, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of something that, that I've kind of realized too, is like just all the different role changes that you have to go through, like during this time, 
like not only are you trying to balance like for you another kid but also just like different role changes at work like you can't like you're not doing the same stuff you did six months ago you know before before Jackson like you have to roll out like new job responsibilities while trying to you know roll out different job responsibilities at home and like try to balance everything it's exhausting (laughs) and like that's something I didn't think about you know six months ago or whatever either it's just a lot of new changes and a lot of uh, adjusting and adapting to new things and it it's it's tough and people like especially I don't think the guys realize it and it's not something that I want to come home and talk about either it's not like oh poor me like I can't do this or like I'm trying to juggle all this stuff and your life is still the same. (laughs) Um, Honestly though. And like, I think to an extent they like, they see it or like, you know, they kind of want to understand it, but I don't think it's something that you can understand unless you're in the deep of it. Like even for other females, if you don't have a child yet, like, yeah, you can understand it to an extent, but you don't really know until you have a kid. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Cause you go from kind of being able to do whatever the heck you want to now you're responsible for another life like mm-hmm. you can't expect to sell your soul to your work right and like be a good mother at the same time yeah and it, like just the way my brain works so much differently now than it did you know three months ago like I I get the mom brain thing like it's I just have so much other stuff to think about and I just can't think of like it's just so cluttered I don't like it's just so much to think about at one time and you just feel so scatterbrained and bleh. anyway, I feel like that should be a topic for a different. <laughs> that could have been a whole podcast episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're surviving. So thank you for asking how we're doing. <laughs> um, let's see. So kind of going into that, how are you ladies surviving motherhood? We're surviving. Surviving, not thriving. (laughs) Every day is something new. My life motto. Yeah. Um, I just got a sweatshirt. I saw Aaron Holbert was wearing it and it was like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. This is fine or something. And I saw it and I was like, oh, instant purchase. So thank you for that. Uh, But yeah, I think every day is just something new. Some days are great. Some days aren't great. But we're surviving. The little ones are surviving. We're surviving everything's fine. It's fine. I have nothing to add to that, but yes, just like to repeat what she just said. <laughs> um, okay. Kind of going off of that. How are you ladies? So always so upbeat and happy. We're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, plot twist. Yeah. Plot twist. We're not. <clears throat> I think that's something, um, that kind of goes back to like remembering that Instagram is a highlight reel. And I obviously like, I, I, you know, you do too. Like I try to do the good and the bad and, you know, show all aspects of that, especially in the farming like world or whatever. But honestly, when I'm having a bad day as a parent, I don't usually come on Instagram and say that because having a bad day as a farmer and a bad day as a parent are completely different for me. Um, like, yeah, sometimes I kind of feel like I'm feeling at farming, but not to the extent that, that you feel it with motherhood. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, yes, I've shared my struggles on Instagram, but every time I have like a bad day, that's definitely not, not being publicized because that just makes me feel like a pile of crap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like there's, yeah, like you said, there's two different emotions. If you have a bad day farming, it's more anger, I think. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't have lives in my hands when I'm farming like you do. So like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. But at the same time, like they're animals and like, you're going to have problems on the farm. You know, I've said it before. Like if you have livestock, you have dead stock, Mm -hmm. which I hate, but it's, it's the truth. So it's more, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a different feeling. Like you said, I don't know if it's anger necessarily or like defeat, or I don't know what it is, but it's easier to talk about online than feeling like you're failing as a mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, like you said, I think like farming, if you're having a bad day farming, it's more anger. Whereas if you're having a bad day of parenting, it's just like sadness <laughs> and just yeah. defeat. Like there's, it sucks. It's just a, a, a whole different kind of lull than having a bad day at the farm. Um, so yeah, there's, there's always bad days, but again, we treat this podcast as like a therapy session now. So I think that kind of helps um, just to kind of put it out there. Yeah. If you only follow us on Instagram, you're probably not getting necessarily the whole picture. I mean, I feel like most of it, we're both obviously very real on Instagram, but you're here more of our struggles on this podcast (laughs) than, than we're going to air it on Instagram. You realize how much of a hot mess express we are here on the podcast than what we show on Instagram. You're welcome. (laughs) So we, we appreciate the real ones that listen to us here. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think those were all the mothering. Oh, I guess. Okay. Sticking to the mothering theme. Someone wanted to know where I got the name Porter from. I was doing a parts run one day and I heard a Porter Wagner song on the radio. He's a old country singer. And I was like, oh, I like the name Porter. And that was like three years ago, I think. And I just always had it kind of in the back of my mind, like, oh, I love that name. I'm going to name my child Porter. So very exciting story. There you go. Did Dan have any opinions on that or did he like it? No, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really ask for his opinion just because I had my mind set on it. And I'm kind of an asshole that way. Like once (laughs) I may go my mind on something, I don't care what your opinion is on it. There you go. Sorry, Dan. So do you have a girl name that you have that feeling you don't have to share it obviously but yeah I do so uh um yeah Dan's mom passed away of breast cancer before we started dating um but we're gonna take another plot twist so fun fact she um I interviewed for (sighs) a internship so Dan and I met in 2012 we worked for a baseball team together and I think like that following fall maybe so like the fall of 2012, I interviewed for an internship at the company that she worked for. And I actually interviewed with her. And I didn't realize that at the time until we started dating. And he said that, oh yeah, she worked at this company. And I was like, I interviewed with your mom. I didn't get the position, but I interviewed with her. So hope that wasn't like bad juju that she didn't like me before we started dating or something. (laughs) But anyway, um, 
so her middle name was Anne. So I want to name our first girl, Annie. Uh, oh, that's after her. So there, there's a little inside scoop. I'm not going to keep that one a secret. So that's cute. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's that question. Um, okay. So getting into more farm related questions, I guess let's start with a, a tougher one. What is currently happening in the industry to make it better? So example, technology, sustainability, et cetera. <laughs> Thinking deep. Um, I think for the dairy industry, sustainability is, is like pretty huge for us right now. Um, the dairy industry as a whole has committed to being, uh, how do you say carbon net zero? That's mm-hmm. not correct. Um, no. by 2050 and, uh, they've got a lot of actions in place to get to that point, which I think is pretty cool. Um, we, on our farm, <clears throat> we are part of the farm program, which I've talked about before. Um, and they have a sustainability, um, I don't know, like portion of it now, uh, where they came out and took a ton of data from us, like a ton of data. Um, and not salty that I had to find it all. It's fine. Um, no, but so they took a bunch of data from us, um, like how we haul manure, um, our energy use, our water use, propane use, like all that kind of stuff. How many cows we have just like a ton of data. And, um, they were able to, don't ask me how I'm sure they've got a computer program, but they were able to find what our, um, footprint is, which was kind of cool. So now they're going to do that every few years, um, just re-inputting data to see how we're moving forward and like how we as a farm are getting better. And then they can also obviously do the other farms in our co-op to kind of get a better hole as we move forward and become more sustainable. Um, so that's interesting. I think obviously right now, I think this is like the first year that they've done it. So there's not a ton of data to go on. Um, but the fact that they're starting it shows obviously that they mm-hmm. care. Um, it's one of those things that farmers, we've been sustainable, we are sustainable, but now we almost have to like prove it to people, mm-hmm. um, which I understand, you know, if that's what consumers want, that's what we're going to do, but it's just more work for us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it but is. at the same time, I, I agree with it. I think we need to, um, just to keep our, you know, our planet and our land and everything healthy. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. Obviously technology is always increasing in, in any aspect of agriculture, um, which is weird because some people kind of push back uh, and have negative thoughts towards it, even though technology is booming in like literally every other industry and it's the greatest thing ever, but because it's for farming, it's not. So I don't, don't get me started on that one, but what do you have to say about the cranberries? <laughs> um, I mean, we're, like you said, very sustainable. I don't know if I mentioned this before. I don't know like the correct way to, it was phrased, but ocean spray is like the first 100% sustainable co-op or something like all the farmers are 100% sustainable in their practices. 
I don't know. I really need to read that article a little bit more. I <laughs> get that. Well, it's right. so hard because like, what does sustainable mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it has so many, so many definitions that it's yeah confusing, but yeah. Go so ocean I, spray. Yes. But I mean, like all of our practices that we do, it's always, it's always sustainable what we're doing. And I think technology is again, like you mentioned, helping improve that. So, um, the technology for us is a lot more precision egg based, I think. Um, but it's hard to do just because every grower is so different. Like there's not one farm that looks the same compared to the next one. Like, like how the cranberries are grown, like it's all completely different. So, um, we're trying to include like more, uh, aerial views of things. So we're trying to get like drones and like planes to do flyovers and look at different and do like readings of the soil, which I don't know how they do this, like infrared, uh, stuff. So you can see like different hot spots in your, in the bed. So you can see like this area has like more nitrogen versus like the rest of it. So figure out how to handle that nitrogen spot, um, and different things like that. So that's kind of cool. I don't really understand how it happens, but infrared technology is coming out, which is kind of cool for us. Um, that is cool. I wonder if like, I mean, I imagine that it can, technology can be used in any field, yeah. like even farmer's fields to know how well they're spreading manure and stuff. Yeah. And I think they've been trying it out like on, um, potatoes, I think is where they, they started doing this. Hmm. So, which interesting having planes fly over spooks me out. I don't like that. I'm very paranoid. We, um, the dairy is like right by a airport. We've got like a little small airport in Plavo. And so we have planes flying over us all the time. And then like they do lessons sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like literally the same plane will just be like flying in circles around you. And you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Anyway, that's just my anxiety coming out. I just don't like things like that happening. Um, um, okay, I had the farm-related one. Hold on. Um, what made you fall in love with farm life? Um, what made you? I grew up on it. So you didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. I was thrown in with the wolves. <laughs> but I uh, no, I uh just growing up here and experiencing it from a young age and like bonding with your family over it. Um I didn't realize it at the time that I was falling in love with it. I just kind of assumed that's just how life was. And then when I got thrown out into the quote unquote real world after school, I realized how much I hated it and how much I appreciated what I had back home. Um, so just like all those memories and realizing how unique and special it is out here and just the legacy behind your family's name, I think is something that made me fall in love with it. I guess I'm obviously different because I didn't necessarily grow up on a farm. I, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I think it was just my love of animals and like my love of cows that kind of kept me pushing closer and closer to being in the industry. Um, and like all the people that I met through it and stuff, it was easy to kind of get swooped in and not ever want to leave. Uh, the fact that I can like work outside and, um, do stuff like that. Like I've never really 
I had an internship. That was probably like my most structured job. I was a waitress otherwise, which was kind of, you know, not like a nine to five. Um, but I did an internship at a, um, an egg lab after my freshman year of college. And it was super interesting, but it also assured me that I wanted nothing to do with like working in an office setting, dressing up every day, Mm -hmm. um, getting like a half hour lunch break where you just had to like eat and get back to work right away. Like I just, I love the flexibility more so of, of farming. Um, and everything's, you know, a little bit different every day. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I don't know back then what made it click in my head besides like cows were cute. I don't, (laughs) I don't know. I was so young, but yeah, it's definitely, it's just a, a great way to live and, uh, you never get bored and it's a great way to raise your family. So thinking back on it, when I used to work at the bridal shop, I wore heels every single day, like all day. I miss how my calves used to look though. Like <laughs> yeah. I was never someone that could wear heels this two nights in college. And that was it. <laughs> the scariest thing is when you would be carrying like, uh, like armfuls of wedding dresses, like three or four in each arm. And you would step on the bottom of a dress in heels. <laughs> and I don't know how I didn't fall. It was so scary on like hardwood floors. Ooh, anyway. Um, that made my hands clammy just thinking about it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, how many pounds of cranberries are in a barrel? 100. So that's how we measure cranberries is in a barrel, not an actual barrel, but that's our, you know, kind of like a bushel. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't do bushels. We do barrels and that is 100 pounds. So typically we get like, depending on the year, three to 500 barrels per acre. So that's a hundred pounds in a barrel. People that's ask a like, lot. Yeah. People have been asking me like, how many cranberries do you grow? Millions. I say billions. I'm like billions of berries. It's because it's more dramatic. You don't even believe it. <laughs> I don't even believe it. Whatever. Um, okay. Two more questions. Cause I feel like this is getting a little lengthy. Sorry. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't realize what time it was. I did either. <laughs> if you had to pick just one item, Amber Carhartt, Becca Dryduck, go. Um, oh my God. I just, <laughs> I just bought more from them because I don't know why I actually, I went on to get a Christmas gift and then I saw they had a sale and then I was just looking at everything. And then I found more stuff that I had to have. Um, any other fleeces are like they're just so soft and comfortable, but I think right now, especially with winter coming, uh, they just released a new jacket. Uh, it's like their Grizzly Tech line. It's waterproof, windproof, like super warm, but it's not, I don't even know how to describe the material. It's not like a rough fabric, like, like a normal winter jacket is. It's kind of like soft and just super movable. Um, but anyways, it's the Grizzly Tech and it's a Kodiak. There's a Kodiak and there's a uh something else a rubicon i feel like i should have looked yeah the kodiak and the rubicon and i have both of them and they're both obviously very warm um but i really love the way that the kodiak fits me so if you're looking for a new winter jacket hit them up and use the code hilvy for 25 
percent off. Thank Thank you. Did I tell you my exciting news? I don't think so. I'm officially a friend of Carhartt. Oh, that is exciting. So they send me stuff and it's amazing. Uh, uh, um, I'm not going to take the coat thing since you just talked about that, but they do have really great coats. Um, They're big. I really like that. Like, um, it was like a quilted, like, did you have that on? Someone had a quilt, like a quilted Carhartt of some sort, like a fleece almost. It was super cute. What's happening right now? Did you hear that? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I felt like I just looked like a cat. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, you did. I had caffeinated tea this morning. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, there's a truck that drove by really loud. Um, oh. Yeah, I had like a fuzzy um, Sherpa. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It looked comfy and cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they just come out, they just came out with like a bunch of really cute, like women's uh, outerwear stuff. So they have like uh, Sherpa jackets, like pullovers. Those are really nice and warm. But I've been a big fan of crew neck sweatshirts lately and they have really cute crew necks. Um, so for my one item, I'm going to go with their sweatshirts for this time of year. And in the summer, pocket tees are my go-tos. I got my first pocket tee this summer. It was, it's nice, isn't it? It was on clearance at uh firm and fleet. And I, I'm impressed. I really like it. It's mm-hmm. like, it fits just really well. It's a men's shirt, but I don't know. It's a small, it just fits good. Mm-hmm. And the pocket is just so handy. It is. You never know when you're going to need to use it. You know? No, you used to make funny kids. I had pockets in their shirts. And now you're one of the nerds that has a pocket in your shirt and you love it. That's all right. That is all right. Okay. Last question. What is your favorite unpopular opinion? I think you should go first. I have two. I'm going to, I'm going to start with the obvious green cap chocolate milk is better than brown cap. I think you all know that at this point, which really is unpopular because quick trip has called me out on it. (laughs) And when you said that, it wasn't in the stores because everyone was buying it. Shush. People don't need to know this. <laughs> I know people. Uh, anyways, I. <laughs> you call me out so hard. <laughs> I, I am. I said it was because that like with all the shortages they're having, they just aren't doing certain things that like aren't selling as well. Amber <laughs> thought I was lying, but I had an employee reach out to me and said, actually, you're not wrong. Like the demand for green cap isn't as high. So we're not producing as much boom. So people, people <laughs> that don't have quick trips, green milk is the green cap it's is like 1%. Reduced, yeah. Reduced fat, whatever that is. And then the brown cap is like whole milk or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So since we're calling myself out, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to do it. Do it. I don't know the last time I had brown cap. So you don't even know if you don't like it. You're just so, you're so deep down into this lie that you're telling yourself. We're going to go back to the, I'm an asshole. Once I make up my opinion, I don't change it. (laughs) I think you, I think you should go to quick trip, get one of each and go live and just do a taste test. So we can get your raw, raw reaction. I can't, maybe I'll do a blindfolded challenge. I can't call Ooh, myself out on it. 
That's a good idea. You should yeah, do a blindfold and have Dan help you. Because that's my thing. I can't be like, oh yeah, I've been building up team green cap. And then what if I, <laughs> I, was if I do like the brown cap? I can't do that. I can't do that to the few people that are behind me rooting for me to continue the green cap movement. Oh, I man. can't do that. So I'm just going to be stuck in my ways and drinking green cap for the rest of my life until I discontinue it because no one else buys it other than me. <laughs> You do you, I guess. I, I will. I will be stubborn in my ways. Mm. How about you? Do you have an unpopular opinion? This is funny because when you first said this, I was like, I don't know. And then you were like, you have a lot of food opinions, <laughs> Becca. I guess my first one is that soup is trash. I soup? do not like soup. I don't really. Mm. I don't oh, so maybe it's not soup. that I'm unpopular. I don't mind like potato soup, but I I don't like chicken noodle, like brothy soup, anything full of vegetables. Well, no, count me out. You like chili? No. You consider that a soup? Uh, I guess I wouldn't consider it a soup, but no, I I don't really like chili. Joey makes it, um, he kind of modifies it for me, Mm -hmm. where he doesn't put kidney beans in because those are the most disgusting thing in the world. Um, He'll put baked beans in it, which... Don't knock it till you try it. It's actually, it's not bad. Um, so yeah, whatever we heat makes it, I'll eat it. Uh, I just like put a lot of sour cream and cheese Jeez. on it and then like Ritz crackers and stuff. Um, but you put, yeah, you put crackers in it. Yeah. Well, not like cook it in it, but like dip it in it. It's good. So do you do crackers instead of like cornbread? Like what is your chili side? Cause I feel like this is a hot topic. Um, yeah, we don't do corn. I don't, I've never made cornbread in my life. I mean, I've had it before, but I'm, yeah. I, have you ever done cinnamon rolls? Cause apparently no. that's the thing. And that's very no, that's weird. weird. I've seen, <laughs> Maybe that should be another unpopular opinion. My mom makes it with macaroni noodles. Oh yeah. Noodles are a must in, in chili. Thank you. And it's called chili, not goulash with the noodles. Fight me on well, that one. Yeah. I mean, goulash is different because you're not using like the chili seasonings, you know, yeah. like it's, it's different. It's more of a hot dish then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Casserole. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't like, I don't like beans. So my mom always used to put like a boatload of beans in there and I would just have to swallow them because I wouldn't be able to leave until like. Well, kidney beans fun. are like dry. Like they're just, yeah. ugh. She did I think she did more of like the, I don't know what kind of bean it was. It was a softer bean and I just hated it. Do you like baked beans then or no? No, no. I like See, black I, beans. They're the only ones that I don't know the difference, but black beans are okay in my book. Other I think beans, I probably like baked beans because of the, what they're in, like the sauce <laughs> that they're in or whatever. Yeah. Like that tastes good, but the beans itself are just mush and I don't like, it's a texture thing for me. Yeah, I think that's what it is. A lot of foods are texture for me that I just don't. But you don't like cheesecake, do you? That's the one. Correct. That's one I don't understand. I don't know. But that's okay. I mean, I I have not had it, obviously, in a long time. When I was waitressing, though, like back in high school, we had a cheesecake that was like, I don't even know what kind of, like an Oreo cheesecake, maybe. And it was like just chocolatey and that I could eat, but I just, I don't like the cheese, like the original cheesecake flavoring. You know what I mean? It's like the chocolate kind of masks that. But 
I don't know. I'm weird because I love cream cheese, so I don't. I don't understand it. <clears throat> One more hot take that I have: room temperature water far superior than ice cold water. It depends on the time of year for me. I think is that weird? Like in the winter time, if I'm outside working, I like crave cold water, which is weird. You think you'd want like not to be cold. I I'm actually in the same kind of boat. Like in the winter, I prefer it just like a little bit colder, but yeah. Well, it's a lot easier to chug if it's not ice cold. Mm -hmm. So if you're thirsty. Totally. Mm. Well, Jackson just woke up. Perfect timing. (laughs) That is perfect timing. I put a cocoa melon on and faced his swing towards it in case he woke up. He could watch that for a little bit. Does he like watching it? Like, I, does he know it's a thing? I don't know. I think it's probably more so the music that he listens to. Cause I don't know how far he can see. But he can you know like I mean? see the, he can probably he see all like the moving. shapes and, and it's like so much color and stuff that it, I think it distracts him yesterday. It was really windy and we've got a tree right outside of our window mm-hmm. and it was in the swing. It wasn't even swinging or anything. I was just trying to make it till bedtime, like keep him happy till bedtime. And he was literally just zoned watching out the window at this tree blowing for probably like 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, all right, then. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> right. It was like, it was, uh, I don't know. It's like 545. And normally he starts, I get him ready for bed at like 615 or so. So I was like, it's too late for another nap. And like, he hadn't napped in a couple hours. So I was like, I'm just going to try to keep him happy until it's bedtime. <laughs> what time is his bedtime I, usually he's sleeping by like 6 30 or 7 but it's different for every baby and I he this probably maybe in the last month he's went to bed early or earlier um, because before that it was like I don't know I'd try to put him down by like eight so that I can go to bed but I don't remember what Joe and Sophia like what time they went to bed I I know it was earlier but I don't know how like early we're able to start that because I know they say like that before they're like three or four months you like their bedtimes are just they're a lot later like you can't really put them to bed early and expect them to sleep very long I was saying how often does he wake up in the middle of the night then um, some nights he'll sleep till my alarm goes off at four other nights. He'll sleep till like two last night for whatever reason, he was up at like nine 45, which I feel like was probably because he was up too long before I put him to bed. Does that makes sense. Like he had too long an awake period. Um, interesting, which makes no sense. Cause you think he'd be more tired, but really it just makes babies wake up more. It's weird. Baby sleep is weird. It is. Cause we don't, he doesn't go down like last night. He didn't go down to like 11 and then he's awake every two hours. Like he has like a clock every two hours. If he's awake or not, he needs to eat. That's probably why he's 14 pounds. <laughs> That's how Jackson was. And then I don't know, kind of just clicked in his head, but like during the day now he eats every two hours and he like, he's just a pig. We used to feed him four ounces at daycare. And now these last two weeks, he eats five ounces in a bottle 
Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's still hungry like every two hours. Like yesterday he fell asleep and he woke up and it had been like three hours since he ate and he was just like famished. I mean, oh my goodness, he was so hungry. The world is ending. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, to be a baby. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Um, I think we'll, we'll probably wrap it up. This has been a, a lengthy episode. Yeah. Sorry. It's mostly us rambling, but yeah, this is like the first like non baby episode we've had in a while. So it was good to talk about everything, everything else in between too. So thank you guys for listening and sending us questions. We always appreciate that. Um, if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. So if you don't like, if you want to see like the unedited version of us, mostly because I'm too lazy to figure out how to edit video head on over to our YouTube page uh just search forward farming podcast you'll find us there um otherwise find us wherever you listen to podcasts uh if you haven't left us a rating interview feel free to do so on our Facebook page or on Apple podcast and hmm follow us on Instagram if you're not doing so (laughs) Board farm podcast uh you can find amber at cranberry chats and becca at farming with the hillbies and that's about it that's all we have for this week so uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye (laughs) that was creepy